least three days in the future. <laughs> shit. More bullshit, please. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Modular Components. Uh, it's the end of the week, as it always is, at some point in the week. Uh, I'm here, the Backhumanator, to talk to you people about whatever. Uh, and joining me in that is uh, Boingo Ryder. Uh, fucking Bing Bong. Yes. And uh, Buster Core. Uh, watch Dog Andrews? No. Okay. I was referring to everyone else, not you. And uh, this, is a, this is a pretty special, nice episode, everybody, because for the first time in Modular Components history... We have a guest, a, a proper guest co-host who we're not bringing in in a secret bid to make them join Modular Media, at least not yet. Uh, guest, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure, I'd love to. Uh, I'm Marcy. I run a YouTube channel called Nezumi VA where I talk about stuff exhaustively. Um, that's pretty much it. Oh, cool. Same. <laughs> yeah, so we're in like-minded company. Yeah. Uh... So uh, Marcy is here just to just to hang out and bullshit with us tonight. I'm sure we'll we'll end up asking her questions about her channel and whatnot. Uh, but oh, I guess sure. I guess just to get the ball rolling, uh, Marcy, I hear you like Sonic. I do. Why? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> um, oh gosh, I mean, I I have something of a storied history with the franchise, I suppose you could say, uh, through all the ups and downs and all arounds. Um, God damn it! <laughs> Fuck but, um, off. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would say it like because I'm trying to think back. I think my first exposure to it was a long, long time ago when uh, we were moving into a new house at the time. I was may maybe like five, six years old, something like that, and uh, we were getting our satellite package, and my parents got the Toon Disney or like whatever Toon Disney was in the package. And they were airing reruns of the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. And instantly, like, the second I saw that for the first time, I was like, oh, I don't know what it is. I like something about this little guy. So five from there, old, it was this just, is like you know, primal shit for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so from there, it was just like, you know, um, I think I got, like, Sonic 2 on Game Gear soon after that. Um, played some of, like, the Sonic & Knuckles collection, like, PC ports or something. And then my brother... Um, around that period of time, it was around when he was going to college and he had a Dreamcast uh, that he had gotten like for Christmas or something. And I always asked him if I could play Sonic Adventure and it was his and he was like, no, you can't touch my stuff. But when he left for college, he decided to just leave it behind and was like, yeah, you can have it now. And then that just opened the floodgates. I don't need this anymore. You can take the addiction now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I took it much farther than he ever did. <laughs> It must have been like a dream. Yeah. yeah. I mean, getting to big the cat for the first time wasn't the dream, but, you know, <laughs> we all make sacrifices. Uh, I mean, like, it's it's interesting to me because I did watch a couple of your Sonic videos today. Um, and it's just it's weird for me to like it's it's that thing of like, I know there's people who's, who are passionate about Sonic out there. But like the most exposure I've ever had to Sonic is I read a book on the history of Sega once, and I've seen the trailers uh, for both Sonic movies. I gotcha. Yeah, the the first Sonic movie was it was cute. I liked uh, it. I actually I have a stupid story about that movie. Uh, funny. All right. Like, All I, right. I think I told it, it in the in like a review I enlisted uh, on my old channel, but like I saw Doug Walker there. 
Oh my god. What? I'm not even what? kidding. I'm, I'm, I, I, I am not even kidding. Uh, yeah, uh, like uh, I have a picture. What you just what you just said is the equivalent to me of I just saw Mothman. What? <laughs> well, the, here's the thing. I've also had an experience like that about Doug Walker very briefly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, share. With oh my god. So um, I was. It was when I was at a uh, an anime convention one time. Uh, my mom was with me, and we were leaving on the last day. Like we were getting up in the morning because it was like hotel checkout time or whatever. And we were walking through the hall, and everybody was trying to get on the elevators. It was packed, and like you know nobody could really get around. So a lot of people were going down like the uh, security exits and stuff like that. But um, so we hit the elevator button hoping like, okay, maybe there's a chance that we'll just get lucky and there'll be an empty elevator. And the elevator door opens, I swear to God, the, the door opens and standing at the front of a packed crowd in the elevator is Doug Walker just standing there. Like he might have well, might as well have been like fucking T-posing or something. <laughs> like, and, hello, like, welcome to my domain. Nostalgia critic jump scare was like happening right then. And my like... My mom looks at the packed elevator, and of course, she doesn't know anything about this fucking guy. Like, she doesn't, she just sees him as, you know, regular man. And she's like, Yeah, you have room for two more. And it's an incredibly packed elevator. And he looks around himself for a second. And he's like, Oh, well, I mean, if you want to try to squeeze in, you can. And she's like, No, that's fine. The question is, did he see your reaction and go, Oh, God, not another fan? <laughs> Well, uh, I don't know that I would necessarily classify myself as a fan. Oh, but... <laughs> no, I mean, I'm I'm joking. He mistakes your terror. Oh, for okay, fandom. I see, I see. Um, no, I, I I tried to keep my reaction somewhat subdued, uh, but... <laughs> yeah, it's always weird meeting people with higher subscriber counts than you, in, in real life especially, because it's, it's like, a part of you wants to be like, oh, senpai, and then, and then another <laughs> part is like... This is, this is, that, that is, no, what, it's, it's another person, stop. Yeah, that's, that's generally what I always try to, like, keep in mind whenever I meet somebody that's like, oh, I, you know, I like you from the internet. It's like, you know, they're, they're probably just another person like me that is just, like, kind of stumbled ass backwards into their fame. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of thankful I haven't really had that experience yet. Like, I've got some loyal commenters on my channel, but I don't mm. think I have any fans. And I've certainly never been recognized in person at a con or otherwise. Oh, yeah, me neither. But, I mean, like, you know, I, I, there's, there's an appeal about staying rather anonymous to some extent. Like, I like doing what I do. I like having people that enjoy what I do. But sometimes I just feel to myself, I'm like, oh, if only I could escape into that void of not being known. Mm -hmm. I, there was a time um, far before I really knew what VTubers were, or I think even before I met Boingo, where I considered just making a second channel that was an avatar channel and like pitching my voice up just to be a different YouTuber and see if I could get a different experience. Huh, that's interesting. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I've kind of thought that like just like just like in just different formats, like just like weird. Just, I had this weird idea once where it's like, OK, I have one channel for like comedy reviews and another for like analytical reviews and like and then i realized that's an awful idea why would i do that now i'm yeah, just picturing like, i'm just i'm sorry i'm just picturing us no, posting fine. on twitter um 
Everyone, we regret to inform you that Buster Corp has decided to part ways with Modular Media. We wish them the best on their future endeavors. And then the next day, everyone, meet the new member of Modular Media, Corp Buster. Yep. Um, totally different person, no relation. Yeah. Uh, but no, Marcy, you were saying? Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, that's... Uh, I, I've had sort of like similar thoughts in the past about certain things where it's like, oh, should I make a different channel for this? Because it's like a different type of content. But like at a certain point, it just gets to where you're like, I have to consolidate this shit or like nobody's going to watch anything I make. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I can get that. There's there's always that feeling of like, oh, if only I could start over and, and do everything in a much more streamlined way. Like I, I just made my 10th anniversary special and it was in part kind of all about that mm. yeah because i mean like it's just it's a complicated process i've tried and failed to do like multiple youtube channels over the years before i really settled on this one that i'm doing right now yeah see i just kept the same youtube channel this whole time since fucking 2011 and just renamed it <laughs> did not give a fuck well we uh, my that. first my first couple of youtube channels got uh suspended oof um, but that was uh, because I made them whenever I was like a little kid back mm. like early YouTube days. And back then I didn't have any delusions of grandeur of making actual content. It was just like I downloaded episodes of Ed, Ed and Eddie and sped them up because it was funny. And then they got flagged for copyright. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how shit like that enters a kid's head to do that. Like fan yeah, edits were know. not a thing I ever thought of until way later. No, I've I've shown back, and I think Buster my early YouTube stuff where I was a dude in high school who was trying to be like Weezy Waiter and the Vlog Brothers. Oh God! Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's pretty cringe. Not gonna lie, I did make a short film that's 15 minutes long, but uh, yeah, no, I was talking thrillics. about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, been, talking vacuum cleaners are bust. Very. Yeah joke that i'm not even sure anyone in this call will get but gotta say that oh i mean we gotta I, I gotta i thought you were asking if i cameoed it what <laughs> oh. I was like, it oh, does uh, kind of sound vaguely familiar though i don't know why that icarus he talked about this like uh, oh yes yes that's right mm -hmm. this is this is the esoteric jokes i go for I just go for like like a, just a one-off detail in like a youtube video i watch sometime <laughs> uh, okay it, it works yeah well, I explained it, so of course it worked. Well, at least I knew what it was. Yeah, it's fine to show your work, as long as you get the right math right. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, people, <sighs> what what exactly have we been up to lately? Because it's been a while since we've had a regular episode of this show, and it's it's been a while since I've been on a proper episode of this show. So, like, I'm genuinely curious, just how's everybody doing tonight? Uh... I got fucking bombarded with notifications on Twitter because, as it's been alluded to, I am a VTuber. Hello. Uh, and <laughs> what I am. Say. Yeah, I'm a robot. So it's not a common thing for a robot VTuber. More often than not, you got like fairies and elves and cat girls and demons and stuff like that. Typically, it's more fantasy based. So sci-fi ones are few and far between. So one person was like, yo, give me fucking robots to fucking show up. And I was like, all right, cool. Here's my PNG, whatever. And they made like just a list of robot VTubers. Then another person was like, yo, I want robot VTubers to make like a little fucking collage of us. 
and they just tagged everybody on their list. So for like three hours, every time I'd look at my phone on Twitter, it'd be 20 new notifications. It's like, Jesus Christ. You got that celebrity (laughs) Twitter experience for a day. Yeah. I hate how it feel. Yeah. I mean, it was neat. It was nice. We all of us just went immediately went like, oh shit, there's a lot of there's a lot of robots here. Let's just fucking make a Discord so we can just hang out and just be robot VTubers just <laughs> fucking about. It's like the uh yeah. the episode where Squidward goes to the town of Squidward's. Oh god. <laughs> Well, if, of, uh, if, that, if that episode's gonna be on the indication that there's gonna be a very dark end. Well, well, that that's why Boyne goes on the podcast now. He he didn't leave. He came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 not a closed off community. It's just yo. Uh, and then fucking yesterday, you neither of you were there. My two mods Whoops. not moderating my chat. Okay, Listen, I, I had action figures to open. Okay, I was doing important shit. Yeah. I know, I know. Okay, I was I was planning to show up in the stream, like that, not like in voice, but just like in the chat. But I went to sleep. That was fair. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah, no, all my plugins crashed. Oh, oh god! So I couldn't see my chat. I couldn't see any of my alerts as they happened. I couldn't it see. Was, uh, it was not the Ryan time for that to happen. Oh huh? no, it was not the Ryan time. I was not feeling it. <laughs> So then I just, I, I spent all the last night and today just d- making a new thing so I, I can bounce now and move. You're a real boy, except you're not. No. You're a, you have simulated realness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too so cool for school. Uh, I've been having kind of a weird week, to be completely honest. My sleep Oof. has been all over the place. Um, and when I'm not sleeping, I'm trying to work up the motivation to work. I'm currently writing a script and it's taking a while because it's just a lot to write. Is it another big boy? <laughs> yeah. Um, so in December, I did a retrospective of uh, the first Danganronpa. And now I'm writing one about the sequel, which is longer. <laughs> oh. So, and, uh... that, and that video was already like over two hours long. So. <laughs> I mean, far be it from me to say, to, to criticize somebody who has, how many is it, 25,000 more subscribers than me, but that does, that does not seem like the best task management. No, it's, um, be honest, probably a bit off more than I can chew, but I'm doing it now, so there you go. Hey, hey, at least you're more better off than me, because I've been writing a long-form, uh, like, script for... Uh, analyzing a video game for like a year now and nowhere near done yeah the way he announced this was by saying to shame i'm gonna make something like your red and your ruby and sapphire video and shame said fucking do it yeah i i i am dissecting ham taro ham ham heartbreak the game boy advance game oh wonderful and meanwhile, I'm just sitting here going like, uh, I could make a video about the second episode of Power Rangers this weekend, but like, yeah, I got a door that needs fixed. How about I do that? Instead? That's also important. Uh, and for, I have not had a great week, to be honest. Uh, if, yeah, but if, like, you don't, don't, if you're not vibing with talking about a bad week. You know, I mean, like, I don't, I'm not really going to get into it, but basically I'm kind of like re like, I'm kind of like rethinking how I go about videos, basically. Because mm. like I used to do weekly, and that kind of uh, was not great for me, and I just didn't like oh, yeah. the, 
I didn't like, like, because sometimes I just make, like, a two-minute, like, quick thoughts video. And I wasn't really vibing with those. Like, some of them worked, a lot of them didn't, and and I wasn't really feeling happy with the output. Like, some of them were pretty good, some of them just, and I'm just like, you know what, I just need to take some more time. I need to stop, like, forcing myself to just go every week. And I keep telling mm -hmm. myself that, but I feel like now I'm gonna finally commit. Like, may, if I do a video a week and then a video next week, that's great, but that's not gonna be my schedule. It's just gonna be when it's done. Um, yeah, schedules and, like, YouTube encourages people to have schedules, but I don't really think they're as healthy as YouTube thinks they are. Oh, no, not at all. I used to try to do, like, two to three videos a month. Now I'm, like, I'll do one a month, probably. Mm -hmm. I enjoy having the channels I can rely on on a weekly basis, but it's it's very clear that, like, they are extremely formulaic, and they are that way because that's the only way they can be weak. And yeah, because if I, you try to do longer form content weekly, it'll just mm -hmm. destroy you. <laughs> you got you got to have a production staff at that point. You got to be yeah. philosophy tube. <laughs> <laughs> I or don't like, know how philosophy philosophy tube does it, honestly. Like I, I was the example. Just I was built gonna, different. Yeah. Like the week, the example I was gonna bring up is like Matt Muscles is what happened series. Like, yeah, he has like gameplay videos, uh, yeah. but like, uh, like he he has like editors working on like all like all sorts of like what happens, and they release like every week or other week, and, and you know, yeah. And also, people critique them, but like you know, like uh, critique them for basically being quote unquote Wikipedia write offs. But he actually like, have you actually seen an episode of it? Yeah, there's a lot no. of editing, like. I'm talking to like they're not talking to you, Vac. <laughs> yeah, you no. Matt McMuscles looking motherfucker. Yeah, he does look like Matt. Like I keep telling people he looks like Matt and like Vac doesn't buy it. We we bought Matt McMuscles on Wish. <laughs> we have Matt McMuscles at home. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it here. How yeah. do we think we how do you think we feel? We have a cheap Matt McMuscles ripoff. <laughs> well, here's the thing too about like uh quote unquote Wikipedia write-off. Uh, videos like to an extent they're kind of needed too anyway just because like most people will not read wikipedia articles either yeah. so yeah. i mean half the shit i know about some of my favorite things i wouldn't know without channels like transformers the basics and toy galaxy mm -hmm. yeah like everybody I like, has a place and it's like a uh, visual like like some people learn through visuals and i feel like you know putting yeah. that in a video is very mm -hmm. beneficial Absolutely. Like, I remember one of my favorite uh, little gags. Uh, there was a Cybershell video where he was talking about, like, bonus content in one of the Sonic games. And he's like, literally all of the content I'm about to discuss in this video is on the cutting room floor, but I'm making this video anyway because you're not going to fucking read it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not, I've actually not heard of Cybershark before. Who is that? Shell. Oh, Cybershell. Yeah. Oh, um, Sonic. They're Sonic. Yeah, yeah I oh, mean, uh, he oh. primarily makes uh, Sonic-related content, but he's also just sort of been around since, like, I, I think he was pretty notable on Something Awful at one point. Uh, mm -hmm. He's done, like, some LP threads and stuff. He's he's pretty mm -hmm. funny. I like him. Okay. I thought, that's the thing. I'm, I'm not a Sonic fan, quote-unquote. I am not part of that, like, fandom. But I will say this. I probably played more Sonic games growing up than Mario. Mm. just by sheer happenstance so like yeah. i i see a lot of sonic and i understand it it's just not pumping in my veins you know yeah yeah, yeah. and i definitely knew I played... what sonic was as a kid but like it's it's just and like i did play video games as a kid even though i'm not a gamer now 
but it's it's just one of those franchises that I never happened to cross. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's it's fine. It's my it's my burden to bear. There has to be one person in every friend group, I think. Well, I was definitely that person in high school for my friend group as well. Oh, sick. So I was I was a religious follower of Christery. Um mm -hmm. how, uh, and, how 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 date are you now? Yeah, well, I'm up to date, but I'm uh, very hands-off at this point. Well, mostly yeah. just because it got to a certain point whenever I was like becoming a young adult that I was just like yeah, like, the extent of, like, documenting this person's life so thoroughly and, like, following every, like, little detail is just kind of fucked up. And, and the codependent <laughs> relationship that it's become. Mm -hmm. And then, and now with everything that's happened most recently, which I won't get into for obvious reasons, uh, mm -hmm. it's just, it's just sad and weird and gross and it should have never gotten to this point it is the darkest time honestly but it, it's that doesn't make it not fascinating to me like yeah, i, I, mean, I would never definitely... get involved but i like right keeping up. yeah it's it's that you know um it's that like the prime directive like you will watch a civilization unfold but it won't directly interfere <laughs> yeah like the most involved i get is i i recently binged the whole series of videos gino somehow made Mm-hmm. That's very well made. Gino is really good. And I got into his music for that. He's a really good musician. Yeah, very talented guy. Uh, and I definitely don't blame him for taking some time off <laughs> after everything. Yeah. Yeah. Man. The like, world's fucking wild. Oh, I got to contribute to the Sonic 2 conversation is that I've only seen his Shrek Retold. Shrek Retold's good. Shrek Retold is really good. I saw yeah. Shrek. It like it's basically like what it like a free like it's on YouTube and they're like making a sequel. I don't know when the sequel's coming out, but like I'm excited for Shrek Two is an even better move. It'll lead to more creative stuff. Isn't Shrek yeah. Retold like fairly old? Like uh, so they're coming after a long time? Yeah, it's only it's only several years old at this point. Oh, okay. I thought that I thought that was like pre twenty tens for some reason. They also Ooh. made a Sonic one, actually. <laughs> hey, oh. For uh, the old, uh, for the old Sonic OVA anime thing. Oh, where Knuckles is Australian with the hat? Or is well, it a yeah, hat? I mean, he has a hat. <laughs> oh, how did I miss this? I I'll watch. I actually need a. First, I'll watch the OVA because I've still not done that. I very shame on me because I really like Sonic. Uh, and sec, and then I'll watch the rebuild. Yeah. Although it's funny because hmm. I, I just started watching the Evangelion rebuild. The rebuild of Son <laughs> Evangelion. How's that going for you? Uh, I've only watched the first one, and but like uh, the post credits, like the credit, the ending stinger with Kaoru, it makes mm -hmm. me really excited. And what, what I've heard about the other ones, I'm like the first one's like this is like fine. It's like it's a it's kind of derivative, but you know it's needed to. Yeah, the, the first one is the most like reproduction of the original stuff. After that, it just like kind of goes a little nuts. Yeah, and you that's gotta, why we build a crust for a buy. But I, I would definitely say, I think to this day, I still think the second one is probably my favorite just because it's such a fun movie to watch. Um, I, I can put it on anytime and enjoy myself. Yeah, my higher experience with Evangelion is, uh, is I think it's that first movie. And like, I think the corresponding episodes of the actual show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because so, I think the first movie adapts up to like what episode like six to ten ish or something like that. Maybe not even ten, but like somewhere. It stops like there. right before Oscar's debut. Yeah, yeah. 
See, here's the thing. Um, I never was able to get into Neon Genesis Evangelion, mainly due to the fact that I started watching the rebuttals to Neon Genesis. Fuck my tongue. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Because my first, the first anime I watched, conscious that it was anime and not just a cartoon being shown on the TV, was Gurren Lagann. Oh, yeah. Which thematically, in a roundabout way, is kind of a rebuttal. Rebuttal's a, a loaded term for that, but kind of like a, a response. It's, it's uh, definitely uh, like a spin. It's it's definitely a spin on everything that made Evangelion what it was, uh, which is in no small part due to the fact that it was made by a lot of the same people. Yeah. I mean, both both uh, Gurren Lagann and I'd say Gao Gaigar are like two shows that are directly like happy robot shows are out sad robot shows are in let's make one last happy robot show yeah i i, I still love Gurren lagan i mean like it has its flaws but it's yeah. still something that i can always go back to mm-hmm. uh speaking of giant robot shows actually um has anybody here seen sssss Gridman? yes 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 yes, 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 yes. Oh, <laughs> I need to I need to evangelize about it to everybody because it's it just kind of well, got slept Well, it comes to the on. right place because we're, we're Tokusatsu fans, and I have seen yeah. like a couple episodes of the original Gridman. I've Back. seen a Back. couple episodes. Were... I've seen I've seen a few episodes of the original Gridman, a few episodes of Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. I, I'll get I'll get to SSX the the, the S Gridman. Yes, I'll get I thought to you watched it when I after I made my video on it. I said I was going to, and then shit happened. Because we yeah. were fucking bemoaning that Mother's Basement made the, basically the same video like three weeks later. Uh, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a thing you need to know, Marcy. Fuck Mother's Basement. All our homies hate Mother's Basement. Oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> not in yeah, any I genuine mean, sense. I, I, occasionally, I occasionally watch uh, Jeff, uh, but I've had a similar experience about something where I made a video about something like a couple years ago, actually. And then uh, Jeff made a similar video a couple of years later and like totally outdid it, of course. And it like I, I, I'm not actually like hostile or anything about it. I, it just stands to reason. But it's just one of those funny things where I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> it's one it's one of the worst things that can happen as a YouTuber, especially if like you make a something that happened to me. You made I made a video about a, a series of common writer films I really loved. And I was like, so these aren't available on DVD or anything in the West, but you can watch uh, them on YouTube for free. And then like a yeah. month later, Discotech said, hey, we're bringing these out in the U.S. for the first time. Mm-hmm. Oh, not Discotech. It was uh, Media Blasters. Yeah, Media yeah. Blasters. I think, don't they have the same parent company, question mark? Something like that? Probably. Well, they are very similar niche. They are the very mm-hmm. I thought, I, I could have sworn they were related somehow, but maybe I'm remembering incorrectly. Flock yeah. and Google. Yeah, yeah, Gridman, good. I kind of was a bit like, I, like at first when I watched it, I'll, I'll be honest, I was, I was kind of being a prick about it because it's like <laughs> I was being a like, like a toku snob, being like, well, it's, it, it is, you know. But like now, I've kind of calmed down on it, and I'm like, no, this is a legit great show. Mm-hmm. My only problem is it kind of feels uncomfortable seeing fourteen year old girl like. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's, that's that just comes with the territory when you're watching that's, anime. That's anime it. for you, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think like a lot of the things that it does with both the sort of like how do I put this? Like it plays around with the fact that you know it's a tokusatsu adaptation, but then like also the things that it does with sort of the, not to get into spoilers or anything, but like the meta layers and stuff. It's just really interesting and compelling to me. And of course, the main villain 
is one of my oh, yeah. favorite characters of the last several years of anime. Uh, People have told me about her quite a bit just because um, her her design is based off the paint scheme of an obscure Transformers toy, oh, as is like world. most everything in that show, apparently. Huh. I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, and apparently Dinozon, the sequel, is uh, based on like Beast War toys. So. Oh, cool. Mm. That, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. I haven't seen all of Dinozon yet, but like it's because uh, I watched um, Gridman with a group of friends, and that group of friends has been sort of busy, but I've want, been wanting to save Dinozon for when we can all sit down and watch it together. And mm. I've actually yeah. not watched an episode of Dinozon, but I really want to get to it because it like it's, it's, the, the idea behind Dinozon is so cool. It's not just that they're doing like a, a sequel in the way Tokusatsu does sequels. They're doing like it on a scrapped concept for the Gridman sequel from the 90s. And that's like such oh, a cool way. That is really it. cool. And now they're doing like, I can't remember if it's a series or a film that's yeah, like doing a crossover, crossover movie. Uh, it's <laughs> Which going to I'm be like very the... much looking forward to that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, uh, Trigger just like Trigger's still doing the movie, right? Probably, I, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. No, I have such a love-hate relationship with Studio Trigger. <laughs> so that's what he's doing after being an Ultraman. Okay. God damn it! Don't don't. <laughs> don't make... Black, why did you have to bring that up? I don't want to go into Triggerette where we have a guest around. Like I haven't I... even watched the finale yet. I don't know it's... why you're mad, and I'm excited the to find sucked. out. The finale sucked. Good lord. Well, hey, you know, who knows? It's, Maybe. It's, 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 it's interesting to see a very heated Busto. Busto, we still have episode Z to look forward to. Don't get mad yet. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. God. I mean, like, but like I, I do have some faith because the, the, the team behind my favorite Ultra series is doing that movie. But, like, just that, that show, the Trigger, the Ultraman Trigger burned me so hard. I don't, I don't even know if I want to watch, like, any adjacent content to it. Wow, if a mid-series makes you say that, I, I want a really bad Ultraman show next to see how you'll Oh, no, I, I, Honestly, I, I think, I, to me, Trigger is bad. Like, I, I, like, honestly. Like, the first two episodes were good, but then it just, like, slowly dulled to, I don't like this. Um, wow. Even if the effects are great. Um, but uh, that we'll, we'll save that for the, the other podcast we do. Uh, quit, yeah. The, uh, the, the other of, like, the 80 podcasts we do every you're week. You're the art of the plug. You're learning the art of the plug. Hey, I, that wasn't even intentional. I just like saying what, like, I just was saving. That's the point. It should still never though, feel intentional. Still, though, good call, my young Padawan. Uh, Speaking of which, I'm also probably starting a podcast soon. Ooh, hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I think you were tweeting. I saw you tweeting about it, like, and I'm like, I don't want to like, like, because like, I'm like, I like the idea, and it'll probably get me off the butt because it's actually based on a franchise one of my friends loves. Okay, explain. but it's it's definitely a. Uh, it's oh sorry what was that I, i'm just saying like explain because clearly buster's in the know and and okay. obviously you're in the know but i don't know right so um my idea what that i was having lately is uh i'm a pretty big fan of the when they cry franchise of visual novels mm-hmm. um and i always want to like evangelize to everybody i know about it that can handle it to be clear because it is a pretty dark <laughs> franchise it has a lot of is that like, the one really with the little girl content. with the white eye patch uh, mm-hmm. i don't think so no it's about all the kids that kill each other oh <laughs> well that could describe Which, i mean a lot that can apply to several franchises at this point but <laughs> see i was about to make a school days joke so mm. well i have yeah, school days is also yeah but um but anyway, so like because I want more people to talk about it with, I had sort of the idea of like 
because one of the big appeals of the franchise back in the day when they were first releasing was that I mean, both notable entries in the franchise are mystery stories. So, like when a like when one of the installments would release, you'd see like a bunch of people in Japan talking about the mystery on forums, trying to solve it, trying to like discuss their theories and stuff. So, I thought a fun idea would be to like bring people into it who've never read it before, and then have kind of like a monthly podcast of like sort of a book club style thing, where like we'd agree upon like read this much before the meeting, and then let's talk about it. So that's kind of what I'm trying to set up at this at the moment. That's a cool yeah. concept. I've never heard of anything like that being done with visual novels. But then again, I'm not in the visual novel sphere at all. So m maybe it's a it's tried and true. And I just don't know. Well, I don't know how common it is, but I know there's another podcast because I kind of got the idea, too, from the fact uh, that there's another podcast that does a similar thing with exclusively the uh, second uh, series in the When They Cry franchise, which is Umineko, and that uh, podcast is Golden Truths. They're really good. I definitely, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, if you ever planned to get into Umineko yourself, then I would recommend trying to, like, stay clear from spoilers and stuff, but if you don't ever see yourself doing it, then, like, it's a good podcast to listen and I, I'm also the kind of guy who's just like, nah, spoil away. If it's good, it'll work even with the spoilers. Yeah, that's fair enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's I, like a podcast idea I had for One Piece because mm -hmm. I'm completely caught up and I want to yeah, talk to One Piece, do. talk about One Piece with somebody who hasn't it's read it. Gonna happen. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Just going volume by volume. So like read volume yeah, that one. Would be, that would be a cool idea because I mean, like, especially because, you know, One Piece is one of those things that's so intimidating on the outside, especially <laughs> if you're just kind of given that. um <laughs> that non-direction of like oh yeah just uh catch up with it good luck buddy but you know what, if it were is like the one manga thing. that's like an act that's like has the same reputation as all american comics mm -hmm. i very recently finally caught back up with one piece and it was an arduous journey <laughs> but, but it's a I good mean, one it's a good one to be fair to be fair catching up with it reading is a lot I mean, it's still very intimidating, but it's a lot less intimidating than trying to catch up with the anime. Uh, I still need a. I'm still like hundreds of chapters behind. Like I only just finished East Blue last year, so oh, like, I had, yeah, yeah, I got like a lot ahead of me. Uh, oh, I, you in Wano? Yeah, yeah. Boingo tweeted that, and I'm very excited because uh, one of my friends, Asterix, a cool YouTuber as well. Uh, she's obsessed with One Piece as well. And, like, uh, she, she, her, one of her favorite characters is Yamato, and one of the main reasons I want to get to Wano is to see why she loves Yamato. Oh, I love Yamato, my boy. Meanwhile, I'm just, I'm, I'm just over here like, you know, maybe I should catch up on my favorite someday. I, I really need to get back to Naruto. Oh, yeah. I mean, Naruto, but mm. I've, I've only seen, like, random episodes of the anime. Like, I've seen a couple arcs here and there, and mm. I read, I want to say, the first five volumes of the manga when I was a kid. I gotcha. I, I mean, I still stand by, like, the uh, Land of Waves and tuning exam stuff. That's still very good content for me. Oh, yeah. Like, see, the, the manga I grew up on was Pokemon Adventures. <laughs> like, oh, I, yeah. I really didn't, like, get into, like, the Shonen Jump stuff. Like, I guess, I'm not sure, if, like, would Adventures be considered a Shonen, but, like, like I'm just, yeah, like, I mean... uh, like, the storytelling set. But, mm -hmm. like, yeah, Adventures was really the only one. And I, like, remember picking it up on, like, the tail end of the Gold and Silver arc. Which was like crazy because 
that had a major reveal where like a minor character from the games turns out to be the villain. I'm not going to say what it is because oh. it's major spoilers. And it's like, whoa! And I'm like, my, my like seven-year-old mind was blown. I was like, whoa. Pokemon, like, this Pokemon story is like, great. And I'm like, I actually have not read past Gold and Silver still. Uh, but like, I really should because I did start R- Ruby and Sapphire, but I never got around to it. Yeah, but like, I know, Adventures first... has continued to this day, right? Yeah, yeah, like, although there's like sub series, like, there's mm. like Black and White 2 is like its own thing, but then there's like other things. There was like some Sword and Shield Gag, I think there were gag strips. I completely forget. I don't know. I'm... I, I had the first volume of Diamond and Pearl as a kid, like when I first got into Pokemon, because I, I got into it like right around the time Diamond and Pearl was coming out. And uh, I I distinctly remember that like that was the, the first time I, I had to come to terms with the fact that not every tie in thing was the same continuity. Mm-hmm. in terms of media because like i read that thinking like oh this is an expansion on the story of the game it's it's more focused on the characters than the gameplay let me let me read this and, and see if i like these characters as much as i think i do and then the character the, the character you play as if you pick to play as as a boy is like fucking tarzan and i'm like <laughs> what what is happening what it was ruby and sapphire like, no or... that was the they might have done that in Ruby and Sapphire too, but that was in Diamond and Pearl. I have one of the uh I don't remember if it's Pokemon Adventure or Electric Tales of Pikachu floppies. Oh god. With Viz published <laughs> manga in the American comic book format. Do you have the yeah, one yeah. Linkara reviewed when he defeated Missing No? No. Yeah, that was a that's Electric Tale of Pikachu. Uh I also have one of Dragon Ball Z, so yeah, they, 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 like, I go to free comic book day, like, every year, and they actually still do that, like, with free comic book. Like, they had a Dragon Ball, like, super manga, like, free comic book day, and it was, like, in the style of an American comic floppy. And, Whoa, oh, this is, this feels illegal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, these are, like, from the 90s, and it has ads for, like, Ranma 1 half VHSs, and it's great. Oh, God. Nice. That Honestly, I hate I hate myself for saying this. The main reason I want to watch Rodmo wanted to have is because it was the main inspiration for Scott Pilgrim. Just a big Scott Pilgrim mark. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, either way, Ranma is fun. I mean, like, obviously it has a lot of, you know, cheesy 90s anime bullshit. But, I mean, it's Rumiko Takahashi. Yeah. I, mean, I can handle, like, tropes. It's just like, like, yeah. It's it just like, I'm not sure if I would like everything else. Mm. I started her. I started the anime based off of her latest manga, the one with the yokai dude. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. remember the name, but I know what I'm you're trying about. to remember. Is she not? Is she or is she not the lady who did Sailor Moon? No, no. Uh, okay. She's the she's the one who did Inuyasha. Oh okay. See, see, my brain was going like, oh, I finished Sailor Moon recently. Something I can talk about. Yeah, <laughs> I no. can't. I can't remember the. Like off the top of all my head, right this second, I'm blanking on the manga because name for Sailor Moon. But... All I remember is she's married to the guy who did Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter. Yeah, uh, and she, apparently she's worked on trying to replicate his art style in case he can never finish Hunter Hunter. Oh really? Oh, that's, that's so adorable. Yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely a power couple. Yeah, shame about always... shame about his health. If that's the big problem behind a lot of his stuff, you know. Because mm-hmm. I think that's he wants them to be comfortable, I, you know. If I recall correctly, that's the reason that uh, Yu Yu Hakusho kind of had sort of a rushed ending was that his health was just getting so bad that like he couldn't keep doing it, and then that's why 
Hunter Hunter is on such a staggered release because like he doesn't want to do that again. Yeah. Which is, Wait, completely is Hunter fair. Hunter not over? Mm-mm. Nope. Oh, I, for some reason, because of the anime, I thought it had ended. No, they pretty much got to like they got very close to like where the manga is at right now. But uh, then they just kind of like left it off like, OK, well, that we kind of ran out of material, so we're just going to leave it. Yeah, and like in the, the only like what six or seven chapters are released a year at kind of this point. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, if uh, if it keeps him healthy, then that's what matters. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, we don't we don't want another berserk situation, you know. No, God, I'm still so sad about that. That that was that was one of the worst days of last year, probably. Mm. I, I kind of hate myself that I only started reading Berserk like a shortly after the passing. Like I, I wish I read it earlier, even though like I probably wouldn't be able to handle it any earlier in my life. I feel like only now I'm able to handle yeah, such material. That's... That's fair enough, because Berserk is pretty, it's pretty dark. Yeah, I've only read the first couple chapters, and, and just because of how dark it was, that, that was why I was like, yeah, I'll come back to this. I'll come back I, to this. Yeah. See, I know I will like Berserk when I read it, but I know dark stories like that, I, I have to be in a very specific mood to get into it. Mm-hmm. And then I just binge it all, and then I feel sad for a month. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. It's like me when a new Garo series comes out. Because <laughs> that's what happened when I read uh, Devil Man. Oh, yeah. Yep, that'll do it. I just binged it for like a day. Just five volumes. And then for the rest of the week, I was just like, what life is pain and nihilism. <laughs> See, I like my nihilistic games with a side of, with a side of hope. Like, that's what Everhood is. Basically. Oh, there is no open Devil Man. I know, no. but like, I feel like the only reason, like... I, I do, like, I don't really delve too much into, like, quote-unquote nihilist. I don't know. It's, a, it's kind of a... I don't want to, like, shoot myself into, like, a barrel of rabbit hole of discussion of, like, that I'm not ready for. Well, yeah, that's just, fair enough. don't worry, Buster. Just remind me the next time you burn out on YouTube, and I'll get you to watch BoJack Horseman, and it'll be great. Ah, oh, come on! God. <laughs> Look, like... Yeah, you want some sad times. Yeah, I, I I have considered watching BoJack Horseman, but but like then I'm constant, and I probably should because uh, speaking of Netflix originals, like a uh, while it was airing, I did watch all of Voltron, and I feel like I feel such a prick that like I watched all of Voltron, and that turned out shit. Like at the end, while everyone was praising BoJack, and I feel like I was like stuck, at, like I lost in a way. Yeah. <laughs> you took the wrong side. Yeah. I mean, there's like nothing comparable between the two besides their Netflix originals that were airing at the same time. But like, and they were animated. But now I'm, I'm picturing you, Buster. I'm picturing you in that meme where it's like the two diverging paths, and the yeah. happy castle <laughs> rainbow path is Bojack Horseman, <laughs> which is really sad in a way if you think about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh my god. Yeah, um, but it, I. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of Netflix originals, by the way, how does everybody feel about the fact that Netflix is already starting to be like, oh yeah, we're gonna milk Squid Game for all it's worth? I have not finished Squid Game and I'm still pissed. I haven't yeah. started Squid Game and I was just like, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. yeah. The whole like, oh, the Squid Game universe. Like, shut up. <laughs> like, you know how you capitalize on Squid Game? You don't make sequels. You just hire more Korean creatives to make cool stuff. Not like Def yeah. Game stuff, but just like cool stuff. In I mean, you could cool. make a sequel. You just got to put work into it. 
you like, can always you know, make a sequel. Yeah, yeah, but like, I, I was definitely like, because I know, I think. Well, I mean, I don't know. I the majority of audience members that I saw were people that were like, "Oh, it was totally unresolved by the end of the season. There should be another one." But I'm one of those like artsy fartsy kind of people where like I was like, "I think the vague ending fits. I think it's oh, good." Mood, nice mood. I I I just I thrive on that artsy fartsy. Like I don't need an ending. I mean, like, like, here's the thing. I, I get that Squid Game is kind of a phenomenon, but like, I'm I'm more concerned with finding out how the ending of F is for Family went. <laughs> so here's the thing: you can make a sequel to Squid Game without actually doing any of the story stuff. Just make it thematic, because that yeah. was the main point of the show. The yeah, I mean, spiritual successor. Definitely. And of course, mm. you know that now that it's going to be milked for sequels, they're going to completely like miss the point. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like they're like. I've not actually. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, for anyone who's seen Saw, but I think that's like similar what happened to the Saw movies. It's like the first one people loved it, and they just kept milking it for sequels, and they just completely lost the point. Or maybe that's just any yeah. franchise. It does have diehard fans who say there's like merit in each one. But I I would I say that know. that's general. Like that is generally kind of the the through line of the Saw franchise. But at the same time, I do think there's still like a lot more people that enjoy those sequels even so just because like even if they're not as um how do i put it like subtle and artful or whatever they're still just like at that point it just gets really over the top and goofy and there's you know there's merit in that as well it's a slasher franchise yeah i mean all all horror films are kind of rooted in so if you Mm -hmm. if you keep if you keep doing it and it's a premise that has diminishing returns it's going to look more and more like exploitation each time yeah that's fair damn back I didn't know you were fucking smart. <laughs> I have my moments. You know, here and there. Yeah. Def yeah. Beanie holds big brain. Broken clocks and all that. Oh, yeah. God damn. That's the dumbest line in the fucking recent Wolverine comic. What? Oh. The, the, the X-Lives of Wolverine. Oh, standing, yeah, that's right. That's out this week. He's standing on a cliff, and he pulls out a pocket watch, and he goes like, I don't carry clocks with Digital, digital clocks are too precise. I only like analog clocks. And even then, I only carry around this broken one to remind me of, like, all the pain I've had. And it's just like, God damn it, Wolverine is not that fucking poetic. Wolverine dipshit. is the biggest fucking boomer in the Marvel Universe confirmed. I don't like analog. I only like to carry around huge grandfather clocks. with. I don't okay. like grandfather clocks. I like sundials. <laughs> yeah. And then no, fucking Cyclops comes up next to him like, I love clocks. And he's got a big backpack <laughs> with a bunch of clocks in it. <laughs> Shut up, Slim. Just meet me back at the house so we can fuck. God. Who's pegging uh, who tonight? Gene's pegging you. God. See, I, want, I probably should get into, like, the Hickman X-Men, but just, like, I, tr- I did read, like, Power and, like, Sword of... Was Power and Sword, right? No, it's Power of Ten... Uh, House of X. I hate that name still. Um, Pox Pox. Pox Pox. Okay, a good acronym. I hate the full name. But, like, I just, like, eh, like, I, I just, I, I don't really, not, like, I guess because I'm, like, you know, I, I'm a normie when it comes to X-Men, it's just, I didn't like them changing the status quo, and I'm like, eh, I don't it really like It is a radically thing. different status quo if you only know traditional X-Men. Yeah, I just feel like I need some more traditional before they do a big change up, which... I kind of... Alright, cool. I'll buy you the uh, omnibus of Astonishing for your birthday. Okay. No, don't do Astonishing. Why not? Why why would I do that? (laughs) Josh Whedon. Yeah, that's what I was like. 
that's why I was like, oh, don't Morrison. Yeah. Get, get Buster Morrison. Yeah. I don't know if Buster's ready for Morrison. No, look, I, I, why not? Why not? If I, if, like, why not? Just just throw it on me. Then we'll see if I can. Oh, uh, here's the thing His Morrison's X Men's not as weird as Morrison's, like, Animal Man or Doom Patrol. X Men fans did hate it at the time. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, I'm going to love it then. <laughs> I, I'm just like the anti fan, like to everything. What Power Rangers fans hate, I love. What Power Rangers fans love, I hate. Oh, so you I, love I Operation Overdrive? Yes, actually. Uh, I definitely have a similar opinion about a lot of things, like where the typical fan crowd is like, oh no, this fucking sucks. I'm like, no, I love it. Mm-hmm. Although I feel like sometimes that goes a bit too uh, far for me because I kind of like, I don't, I'm not saying it's a good game. But I have, so, I think I could find some merit in forces, Sonic forces, and I'm like, oh, no, gonna... you lost me. <laughs> I, I knew, I knew, I knew I was gonna lost you. Uh, I, 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 I was gonna game. lost you. I was gonna make you the TV show lost. Oh god, oh god. I think that's even worse fate than what I just subjected Marcy to. <laughs> uh, um, I feel like I'm, I'm more so the know-it-all fan. Like anytime fucking Power Rangers fans are like, Hasbro is messing this up. They should do that. And I'm like, well, yes, but actually no. With my um, toy actually, industry insider knowledge, here's how they actually are screwing it up. Well, that's the thing too about a lot of like fan bases, especially for things that, I mean, like ostensibly are marketed at children. You have like a lot of people that, speak very confidently about what they think is going on and you can tell that they don't actually have that much knowledge of how it works oh totally totally and it's especially hilarious in this day and age when there's so many interviews with people who actually work on this stuff available Mm -hmm. but like i said people don't read (laughs) well like they do read uh, but the problem is they read on twitter they do read it's just the headlines Yeah. yeah But it's like, you know, people that like, uh, I remember back when people used to say stuff about like, oh, you know, um, like Rebecca Sugar steals ideas from fans of Steven Universe because things show up in the show. Like, you know that these things are like in production, like way ahead of time. And it's highly illegal to do that because they could get sued. Yeah, exactly. And And the ending of this Doctor Who arc is bad because I predicted it. Oh, that's the worst. If I can tell where the story is going, it's bad immediately. Mm -hmm. Uh, Goddamn. Me being smart makes a writer stupid. The writer doing their job means the writer's not doing their job. I I could write this myself. I've never written a script before, ever in my life. I've never done anything creative ever, but let me do the job of this entire production staff. Sega hired this man. Didn't you see? Sega did hire that man. Yeah, they, they did hire that, that man. Frontiers looks I'm, neat. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about it. At the very least, like I actually have been reading some of the IDW Sonic comics, and I'm like, I mm-hmm. love the writing on those. So I'm like, at least we're gonna get some quality Sonic quips. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm a very big fan of IDW Sonic. I have not read Archie Sonic, which like yet, and I'm kind of scared too because I'm like, I'm already attached yeah. to this version of uh, <laughs> Comic Sonic. And I'm like, I'm well, scared to go to the Ken Pender stuff. Yeah, that's the thing about Archie Sonic is it's like it's sort of a mixed bag. Uh, a lot of the later stuff is really, really good. Um, but and I mean, like it has its moments through throughout. But a lot of the um, especially like the pre reboot stuff, like your enjoyment of it will kind of depend on whether or not you can stomach to go through all of the weird Ken Pender's shit. 
so that you can actually understand the lore and characters <laughs> by the time there is a better writer who is making better use of them. Yeah. Ian Flynn wrote at the tail end of uh, Archie Sonic Run, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like... Flynn wrote, like, I think it was, like, somewhere around, like, 150, 160-ish onward, and then, like, to the end. Yeah, it was nice that IDW like basically said, "Hey, come back! Like your job is continuing." Uh, yeah, they pretty much like brought over almost all of the same people that were working on the later T run. That's a very nice gesture. Like you know, I think it it helped the like comic in the long run. Mm-hmm, definitely, and I, I really like what they're doing right now too. Are they in the Zeddy thing, or did they already pass that? Uh, yeah, they got past that. Now they're sort of like doing the build up to 50 with uh, the imposter syndrome stuff, which I'm always a fan of like uh, inverse sort of evil villain clones of hero characters. So, well, do I have the YouTube video for you? Oh, boy. <laughs> Wait, we're going to get a wish version of the wish version of Back McMuscles? Yes, that's exactly what it was. What's a worse version of wish, though? Alibaba? Makari? I have no idea what those are. Uh, <laughs> well, one of them is a character in Eternal. Oh, uh, I haven't seen it. Either way, it's a it's a dream your heart makes. Like I'm just like I'm I'm just kind of like like clocked out of MCU. I'm like ah, No Way Home was great. Yeah. All right, nothing else. And I'm afraid like, like I kind of say that every other week. Yeah. Well, that's because it's how I feel. But okay, maybe Moon Knight will. And then something stuff. comes along. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Buster's gonna binge Moon Knight with her. No, I'm calling no, I it. won't. I won't. I, I just because Peacemaker got me doesn't mean Moon Knight. Will. I'll probably watch it like a couple years after, like Mandalorian. Just wait. Right Moon Knight's gonna have a common writer intro. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, like the, the Peacemaker, the, the Peacemaker dance did sell me on here. Not mm -hmm. like wrong about like me being like sold on it. Well, yeah, Dancing that's the thing. a good intro can bring a lot of attention to a show i would argue that like a lot of the popularity of a lot of like mid-2000s anime like a lot of it is predicated solely on their openings mm -hmm. like and um like... sorry <laughs> go ahead no, no 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 i was i was gonna like explain uh, like expand that out like nowadays you don't really see much intros like i mean like of course in anime of course but like in western shows it's just logo mm -hmm. with a couple like stings of music and i'm like i don't like that like I just like I love how Peacemaker they not just had an intro with like visuals that like actual with characters moving, but like they just went bombastic and just made it a full ball dance. Uh, There's a very easy easy understanding of why that is though. If it's on TV, they want to have more commercials. If it's on streaming, who the fuck cares? We already got your money. Uh, and yet, yeah. all the Disney Plus shows do the logo shit, except for the first episode of Hawkeye. Which but yeah, um, what I was going to say, though, is like, you know, for example, stuff like um, which I mean, I'm sure there will be people that disagree with me about this, but I'm not so um, <laughs> stuff like uh, Dead Man Wonderland, for example, like yeah. that opening is so good and it brought so many people to the show. The show itself. Too bad about that. <laughs> I, I watched Dead Man Wonderland all the way through on Toonami and mm -hmm. I, I was dead ass blindsided by that ending. <laughs> Yeah. Was and it because like, the manga ended prematurely kind of thing? I don't know. I, I'm I'm actually not sure what the situation was about the uh, anime to manga because the manga is finished. I have read it all and it's, um, it's okay. <laughs> I um, still like the anime. Is it worth my time? It's It's kind of a mixed bag because on one hand, it continues the story. Um, mm -hmm. 
and the ending is all right. Um, on the other hand, it has a couple of elements that were sort of excised in the anime, and I would argue for the better. Uh, there's one character in particular in the manga who isn't in the anime at all, who is like, basically the entire character is just like a joke character of a transmisogynist stereotype. Oh, awesome. And it's, yeah, it's really uncomfortable. I mean that I mean that is part of why I enjoyed that show. It, it was like the most 14-year-old animated thing I had yeah, seen. Very uh very like elfin lead energy going on there. <laughs> I just remembered a one scene where like the 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 female captain of the prison guard is like undressing oh, yeah. and changing into a different uniform in front of the prisoners and the mm -hmm. prisoners are just ta watching her and talking about how they're going to rape her yeah it's yeah <laughs> like you see like my parents were overprotective so i never really had that like 14 year old like edgy like dark like anime that's too old for me face Oh, well, mm. that's the thing. I had, like, very unfiltered internet access when I was very young. Um, not for the better. <laughs> yeah. um, I got into, like, Higurashi when I was, like, 11. Wow. <laughs> Something similar wasn't internet, but uh, I was pretty... It was pretty much... It was the agreement, you know this isn't real? Yeah, alright, cool, whatever, watch it. So I watched, like, yeah. Blade when I was nine. Oh my god. Oh, that, and that would have been sick, man. I'm just, like, lamenting all the cool stuff I could have watched by now, but I See, haven't, because... My my dad was very hands-off, but my mom has always been a very paranoid Christian mm. white lady. But she's yeah. the kind of paranoid Christian white lady where you can wear her down. Mm, so, like, when I was, I want to say six or seven, uh, The Batman was airing on Kids WB, and she didn't want me watching that because it was too violent. I just asked her a couple of times. And then eventually one time I just sat down and watched it without asking her. And she came in and was like, well, shit, what am I going to do now? If I turn it off, he'll be mad at me. And then I was a Batman fan. <laughs> yeah, my mom was sort of similar. I don't know that she would necessarily have like stopped me from watching like Batman or something. But uh, for example, uh, whenever I was like maybe 12, 11 or something, uh, I asked her if I could watch any of the anime that was on Adult Swim because I was watching Toonami all the time. And she was like, uh, well, set the DVR to record some of them and I'll I'll check them out myself and uh, let you know if you're allowed to watch them or not. And um, what was on Adult Swim at that time? At the time, I think it was um, they were airing reruns of Fooly Cooly. They were doing Inuyasha um, and Fullmetal Alchemist 2003. And mm. so she watched the episode of Fully Cooly. That was a no. <laughs> um, Fully Cooly. She watched the episode of Inuyasha and she was like, he says damn and hell too many times. So no. <laughs> <laughs> and then she watched the episode of Fullmetal Alchemist 2003. And it just so happened to be like one of the most tame episodes of the entire show. And so she was like, yeah, you can watch this. And it was arguably like the most mature content of all three. <laughs> I feel like you won the lottery there. That's actually really cool. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, like, it was fine by me because I ended up watching all of uh, Full Metal Alchemist 2003 that way, and I loved it at the time. Yeah, see, the first thing I watched of Full Metal Alchemist 2003 on Adult Swim uh, was that one episode with Shao uh -huh. Tucker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, no. And I just waited for Cyborg 009 to come on after it. 
Wait yeah, that definitely uh, that definitely upset young me for a little bit there. <laughs> was that the dog? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, dog. yeah. Okay, because all like there was a time in the Common Rider fandom when everyone would just make unfunny like FMA spoiler jokes with Common Rider Double because two people turning into one. It's like ah, oh. uh, I see. But no, I, I love Fulikuli. Fulikuli. Oh yeah, genuinely. Because like I didn't know what the fuck it was. I was just up at three o'clock in the morning. And it was on, and I was mesmerized, and I didn't remember what the fuck it was till like years later. Mm, and then you subjected me to it. Yeah. It's definitely something of a strange, uh, formative experience for any, anybody who saw it as a teenager. No, I've I've subjected this man to several of my anime tastes, and he can attest he does not like them. <laughs> well, what have you seen? What have you been exposed to? I've shown him Beck, Mongolian okay. Chop Squad. No, 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 nah. Interesting choice. I love Beck is genuinely my favorite anime of all time. I see the whole thing. We talk about like how how that episode was like the the most hotly contested episode of the podcast. The only reason it is is because we found out at the at the end of it, you told me the manga like goes way further in the story and has a proper like cathartic ending, and I was like. Well, then why didn't you have me read the manga? Because I probably would have liked that. Because it was like 30-some-odd volumes, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's always the problem. There are a lot of anime that, like, the manga's better, but it's also way longer. Yeah. Unless Speaking you're talking about which, One Piece, then the anime's, like, super long. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I just got done rereading Soul Eater recently as well. <sighs> Because I need that's to actually another read. series that diverged wildly at, uh, at a certain point in the anime. I need My to actually love the Soul Reader, but I've never checked it. It's very, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's definitely got a lot of that sort of typical shonen structure, but um, especially later on in the manga, it gets pretty dark at times, and the artwork is just mwah. It's, mm. it's so deliciously gothic inspired. I love it. I've been enjoying Fire Force of his. Yeah, I haven't actually seen that much of Fire Force, but of what I have seen, I was like, I mean, obviously it has some of the like typical anime obnoxiousness to it. But aside from that, like I was actually genuinely surprised at how much I liked the bit that I saw of it. Yeah, no, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of those kind of, I I, I hate to put it this way, like be in notoriety anime shonen things. I need to just go back and continue or finish like blue exorcist mm-hmm. need to go back and read it complete like get caught up to that because i got up to like the kyoto arc mm. that's like uh was like the second season of the anime or something right it might be it might be a little bit farther in that than the manga i don't remember exactly it's been a while and here i am just being like i watched a couple episodes of each of them but i never committed to for watching fully or reading the manga because my anime taste is like very sparse because honestly i'm more of like a when it comes to media i'm more of like a western animation fella mm-hmm. or like a tokusatsu stuff um but like mm-hmm. I, and like or like but like most anime i've like grew up with are more like they're not really anime they're more anime adjacent like they like their library would put them in the anime thing you're like the last airbenders or rubies right or right something. Um, and I'm and I'm just sitting here going like, uh, well, you see, I like a little show. Um, you might not have heard of it. It's called Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, <laughs> I actually did start that. I, already, I did start that. By you did a wonderful Netflix. I'm so excited for you. 
God damn. Uh, okay, well, like, I, I started two episodes because everyone was, like, uh, I guess it was to celebrate the, the, the Netflix one getting canceled. Like, I didn't even watch the Netflix one. I just, like... That is like, worth <laughs> celebrating. That, like, yeah, it is. And, like, it's great up, and, like, I really like the episodes I've seen. I just haven't continued for some reason. It's just, like, too much on my plate, and then, like... Uh, so I mean, it's it. definitely a show that does actually work better if you watch it like a couple episodes at a time. Mm-hmm. It, like Cowboy Bebop is just it's it's good to go at a leisurely pace with it because it's so episodic most of the time. But also like it. I mean, that's how it was planned it. to be viewed. That's why they structured it that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the way I would put it is like it doesn't necessarily have much of that, you know, because a lot of Western animation does this now where like it's mostly episodic, but then it builds a like background plot for a season or whatever. And it's not yeah. quite like that, but I would say that it builds more of a ongoing like thematic uh, thing going on. And I, I just really like that. It's very. And, and a lot of people who have experienced it have experienced it from just like random cable airings of the dub. And, mm-hmm. and they usually experience it out of order. So they don't realize like, oh, this sets up this, this sets up this, or like mm-hmm. that there might be one or two episodes they actually don't like just because they never caught those on cable. Like, here's a hot take. Cowboy Bebop is the BTAS of anime. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I haven't seen so. Okay, basically the Japanese studio that helped with the animation on Batman the Animated Series made Big O. Oh, TMS. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, TMS. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I need to just. There's a lot of old anime I've been watching that I just need to finish. Buster, you're, uh, you're breaking up a little bit. Buddy. Yeah. Buster. And I thought I was the robot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. T- it sounds like a connection thing. Yeah. Is it working now? No. Vaguely. Oh. <laughs> oh. There we go. Oh. Hello. Now. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that that is Buster. This is the Maybe. point where I would usually say live ever. We're not live. live is it working now? Yes. yes. Correct. Okay, good. Affirmative. Uh, uh, sorry, but I have no idea what happened. Roger, Roger. Uh, Roger, legit, Roger. No uh, what we're talking about? Oh, uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, TMS. Yeah, I think you mentioned uh, Sonic X. Yeah, also, like, uh, they also animated, like, the first few Vanguard seasons, uh, which... uh, It's, like, I'm honestly, most anime, like, I watch are, like, more, like, quote-unquote, like, toy commercial anime, but, like, you know, Mm. just because, like, that's usually my comfort zone. Like, I like when a show is, like, it uses shonen tropes to sell me a product. That's just, like, my comfort zone. We uh, we like think, kids media that exploits capitalism around. Yeah, I think uh, TMS is also, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure they're the ones that do Detective Conan. Uh, yeah, I think they do. Aren't they the ones where their logo is a seahorse? No, that's not that's Tatsunoku. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know if Tatsunoku is an actual company. I just like I just know that just know that because of Cat the versus game with Capcom. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been known to enjoy the the occasional Sanrio product from time to time. Yeah. Uh, they, they, did Lupin, they did some Lupin the Third. Yeah. Sanrio? TMS. Well, I mean, I definitely grew up watching them because they did Spider Man the animated series. Did oh, they? Huh. Yeah, they're like, they, they did a lot of Western animation. Uh, Inspector Gadget, Real Ghostbusters, DuckTales, Winnie the Pooh, Tiny Toons. Batman, Animaniac, Spider-Man, the Animated Series. 
So literally anything a 90s kid would be going. The 90s when were, was when cartoons were great. Look at these shows. Well, there you go. I, honestly, I feel like they're... To Japan. Honestly, I feel like there's never, like, a peak of anime. Like, this isn't to sound... This, I'm not to sound mean, but, like, there's always going to be good. There's always going to be stinkers. There's never really a peak. Oh, yeah. In terms of, like... You know, there's peaks yeah, and I mean, valleys, and you can look at certain time periods and go, like, there was a lot of good stuff here because of a multiple confluences, but it doesn't mean any other era is bad. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, most people are just going to be kind of nostalgic inherently for whatever era they sort of grew up during as well. I mean, I'm a 2000s kid, and a lot of 2000s media, like, is largely considered to be bad. The Star Wars mm -hmm. prequels, the Transformers Unicron trilogy, frickin', uh, what were some anime that were big back then? Uh, oh, gosh. Um, I know that I, uh, they had, like, all the Digimon anime back then. That's Digimon actually pretty fondly goat. regarded now. D D Digimon is goat. Um, At least up till Tamers, there can be some contentious with Frontier. Data Savers is a little same thing. Cross Wars tends to get ragged on a lot more. Ghost Game is being pretty well regarded. I liked Frontier, but I definitely dropped off during Data Savers. And, like, I tried to get into... Uh, well, I tried to get into Try, but uh, it didn't take. It wasn't Try, like, super bad that they had to make, like, a Redux-like ending that's basically just, Try isn't canon, just shut up. <laughs> no, Try's still canon. <laughs> oh, it's a movie, uh, Kizunai, I think it's something, something, Last Dance Kizunai or something like that. Yeah, that was the ending move. Or, yeah, it's just a sequel, sequel. Uh, okay. Because, like, it did not, like, it did, like, I, from what I hear, like, some people are, like, try isn't canon anymore. But then again, I kind of was following, there, there was, like, one specific Digimon, not gonna, Digimon fan, I don't remember their name, but they were, like, super pissed at, like, anything Toei did, both, they're also a Toku <laughs> Was it Ryder Jetfire? No, it, it's someone you don't know. Okay. And I don't want to call them out. Yeah, that's fair enough. Mm. I'm like, not like, conflict. Like, like our podcast is the kind of thing that would get picked up in the drama sphere. Yeah. But, but I no. mean, like, there are definitely um, a lot of strange niche old anime that I watched back then. Um, I'm still ride or die for Zatch Bell. Oh, um, always. Hell yeah. It's honor. I hate that the first time I heard of Zatch Bell was through Mr. Enter. Please keep Oh, that reminds me. I was big into Rave Master for like a hot yeah. minute when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I no. Fuck. Okay. Mar. Mare. Mare. Oh, M-A-R. Yeah. Yes. Fuck yes. Someone yes. else. Yes. I, I never went back and I, I meant to read the manga when I was younger, but I just forgot about it. But like, I remember seeing... The first like few episodes on Toonami or Toonami. I just looked up, like looked that. it up. These designs are the most amazingly like generic two thousands understanding of animation. Mm hmm. But it was it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. Like the, like, like, the main kid is dead ass. What if Naruto, but also Yugi? <laughs> I legit thought a hammer and like metal ball combo was like a badass weapon. Then I learned, oh, it's a toy. It's a yeah. gag. But I mean, like, <laughs> I I think that's actually pretty cool, though. It's creative. There's also like a ultimate muscle. Yeah, uh, Kinuku Man. Kinuku Man. I have a friend who's really into that. I have like I just keep all my friends saying, watch Kinuku Man, watch One Piece, watch Vanguard. I'm just like, give me time, fellas. Like so much on my plate. There was Shaman King as well. Oh, fuck yeah, Shaman King. Does anybody remember Prince of Tennis? 
I do remember Prince of Tennis. I never like really got into it at all, but uh, it was certainly a thing that existed. There's a lot of anime that like I I never really got into it, but I remember it as a thing from my childhood because I always saw Toonami ads for it while I was watching Maguzi. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, Maguzi because you're a Code Lyoko dude. Yeah. I don't like anime, but God, I I fucking love one random French show from the 2000s. (laughs) See, that's the thing. That's one of the things from that era that I feel that I missed out on. I never actually saw Code Lyoko. I tried. uh, I'm not my thing, to be honest. Vax could crucify me. It's fine. I I, I realize it's definitely one of those things you have to have grown up with it to be into it. Like, it is totally like that, like, peak, uh, what's it? Uh, like anime, like people who like anime trying to sound like anime, and like you know they half worked and half did it. I wonder uh-huh. if it would. I wonder if it would flow better if it was in the original French. Maybe. Probably. I've only seen a couple clips in the original French, and that was a while ago, so I don't. Remember. Speaking of French, French anime, fucking Martin Mystery, uh, Martin Mystery. Yeah. <laughs> totally spies. Ah, uh, yeah. That's making a comeback, apparently. Yeah, yes, I, that's I heard cool. Something, I heard something about that, but I don't know the details. Yeah, um, me neither. All I know is that 2023. Don't. It's supposed to be a continuation, I think. I saw yeah. it on yeah, the they, Reddit. Is it going to pick like, up where the show left off, or is it going to do a time skip? I think it's a time skip because they all have different haircuts, mm-hmm. and that's usually cartoon shorthand for time has passed. Yeah, and I remember the finale move because my my it was one of those things where like your sister is really into it, so by mm-hmm. virtue you just know it inside and out because you're always plopped in front of the TV with her. I remember the finale movie of Totally Spies was like was it was a big deal because they're going off to college. It was one of those. Uh... Oh, were they in, like, I, I mean, I'm only sort of have vague, fa- hazy memories of Totally Spies. Are they not just, like, adult women? No, no they were, were boy-crazy high schoolers. Okay. Huh. I don't know. That's that's a funny thing about, like, growing up on cartoons like that, is you always assume the characters are, like, way older than they actually are. <laughs> Ooh, that looks like some Flash shit. Especially, uh, Alex's face. Oh, this, uh, this kind of reminds me of, like, um like the sort of um like art update or like art design updates that you would see in like a uh, new cutie honey series mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. or actually it kind of reminds me of the art style for the new rescue heroes <laughs> oh yeah it doesn't uh, look bad though yeah it, it looks solid uh, going off of this one image I, w- I would give it a shot granted i i do think i'd still prefer the original style but yeah animation like with uh, puppetry is easier and cheaper today. Yeah. Uh, I guess that brings the question like uh, what what currently are you into? What is your big jam these days? Uh, Nezume? Oh gosh. I mean, I'm kind of just going back through my Umineko phase again, really. <laughs> because it's just one of those things that you read it one time, it changes your life forever. You never shut up about it ever again. But, um, you know, it, it's a very long commitment, though. It, I mean, I suppose it would be one of those things that you're never able to shut up about again because it takes you like 130 freaking hours to read. Yeah, isn't it like the longest visual novel? I don't know that it's the longest, but it's one of the longest for sure. 
trying to think. There are definitely things like that for me, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. Boingo could probably tell you one I have easier than I could. <laughs> for myself you, or for you? No, no, no. You could tell because you're good at calling me out on my own bullshit. Oh no, yeah, you haven't. You haven't really been uh, bullshitting lately. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or if like I Do should have a. I have an identity crisis. I mean, you haven't no, really I mean, been. You know. You be haven't both. been sipping over fictional characters that you oh, know of. Boy. Interesting. Listen, Bo- Boingo bullies me about it so much that I kind of, I've kind of just gotten better at hiding it over the last I year. I see. Repression. It's not bullying when you're just pointing at a thing and going, "This exists." Is that bullying? Yeah. Don't don't worry. My my friends do the same thing to me. It's... See, here's the thing. It's only this dynamic because he can't pin down what my tastes are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working on it. You got to figure it out so it can be a mutual thing. Yeah. One day, w- one day I'll be able to go like this motherfucker likes big titty golf GF. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but so does everybody. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Got to figure out what specifically makes you t- one day. <laughs> uh, <sighs> all right. Well, uh, we've been at this uh, about two hours now, so I, I think it's uh, it's good enough. This is an episode. So, um... Since we have a special guest, uh, Nezumi, I'm going to let you go first. Go ahead and uh, let the folks know where they can check you out and if you've got anything uh, interesting coming out pretty soon. Yeah, sure. Um, so I my YouTube channel is at youtube.com slash NezumiVA. That's N-E-Z-U-M-I-V-A. I primarily do like video essay content stuff um, or like reviews, stuff like that. So if that's your jam, then you can find stuff like that there. I'm also uh, at twitter.com slash NesmeVA, and uh, very soon, very shortly, I will be coming out with a video essay retrospective type thing about uh, Danganronpa 2, and it'll probably be like over two fucking hours long or something, so wish me luck. pop the popcorn. (laughs) You get get to the latest Danganronpa, and you're pushing four hours. God, I hope not. (laughs) Danganronpa, the the uh, cinematic universe of Nezumi content. It'll probably be that by the time it's over. Uh, Buster, where where do people watch your stuff if they watch your stuff? Hi, I, I am Buster Corp. I usually make uh, videos on the Buster Corp YouTube channel, typically reviews, videos, that kind of thing. I'm kind of brief before we get back into like a new flow. Because uh, I kind of burnt myself out the like over the last few months, weeks. So, uh, yeah. Uh, check me out, Buster Corp YouTube channel. And if you want to read my dumb thoughts on things or jokes, attempts at jokes, uh, BusterBully3 on Twitter. Uh, and, and Boingo, where can people look at your dumb face? My dumb face? You want to see my dumb face? I'll give you my dumb face. I'll tell you right now. You go down there over the hills, and you get a nick of pan, you go in the goal, and you go whoop, 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 and you get the goal. That's where you go. There you go. That would be actually. Hi, I, 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 I'm a Boingo writer. You can find me on Twitch, where I stream Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, unless something happens, um, at 9 p.m., 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Twitch.tv forward slash Boingo Writer. You want to follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, on the fucking TalkTicks? Yo, guess what? At Boingo underscore Writer. You want to see videos I make? It's fucking YouTube. You know how YouTube works. You go into the search bar. You type Boingo Writer. Click search. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Come on and jam. And welcome to the slam. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm the Vacuuminator. I've been doing YouTube for 10 years, and I'm still not successful, but I like action figures and tokusatsu, so you can go watch videos about those things at youtube.com slash the Vacuuminator. I'm also on Twitter talking about what the hell ever at the Vacuuminator, and on my Instagram posting uh, pictures of my toys and my dogs at the underscore Vacuuminator. But before you go into any of those places, please do me a big, big favor and support us here at Modular Media. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please give it a like, comment on it, and subscribe and click the bell in order to enable notifications so that you get every podcast we put out as soon as it's out. Uh, and uh, those podcasts do include this one, Modular Media, our flagship show where we just bullshit and talk about whatever unless we uh, are having a special episode. Uh, we've got the No Prize podcast where we talk about Marvel movies, comics, and uh, other uh, comic stuff. Um, and uh, MMWP where we talk about wrestling because wrestling. wrestling. Uh, and then the, and then there's Twit. This week in Tokusatsu where myself and Buster talk about everything and everything that happens in the last week of the world of live-action Japanese special effects. And if you want to know about uh, updates about those things and when they're happening, you can follow us on Twitter, at The Modular Media, and join our subreddit, r slash Modular Media, to post memes and things. But uh, until next time, everyone, uh, have a good week. We'll, we'll, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. You say that like it's a threat. It we'll is. see you in the it next is. one. Because if you don't come back, well... You, you know, you know what'll happen. You know what'll happen. Nezumi doesn't know because because she, she's not a regular here, but but the, the listeners know because we have we have regular we have regular listeners. We have regular listeners.